Welcome to the Joey and Amanda podcast. I'm Joey. And I'm Amanda. Never thought I would say this in a million years. I'm very excited to talk to you about cleaning, <laughs> organizing, decluttering. <laughs> I know, me too. I'm obsessed. I'm, I think it's okay to say it's become a little bit of like an obsession. Yes. But in a good way. My, when I just said that, by the way, my mom just like did a double take <laughs> to the phone and was like, what? So did my parents. They're like, who who are these two people talking right now? Oh my gosh, I know. So let's start with that. Like a quick background. Mm-hmm. Growing up, I, as far back as I can remember, I was pretty messy. And it it was a combination of things. I think that if you're messy, a lot of it has to do, it always has to do with how you're growing up, parenting, yeah. how are your parents? Like, I remember, sorry, mom and dad, I'm not trying to call you out. I love you guys. They have come a long way too. But I remember my dad's car being really messy all the time. And it was no, it was like a normal thing. Uh. It was just like, even like on the dashboard, there was like papers, so many things. And then, uh, and then my mom was pretty messy. And I think it just comes back to, and then her like her childhood and all of that. Um, so I always grew up being messy. And then when my mom, she would ask me to clean, like clean up. But I was never really taught how to, because she didn't really know, like I really didn't know until I started researching all this. Th- yeah. There's so many ways to car- compartmentalize. Right. Um, you don't have to keep everything. Right. Uh, th- like all of these things that I'm that I've been learning lately. But uh-huh. anyway, so growing up, I was pretty messy, and um, as far back as I can remember, and I was told to either like clean up, which for me meant just putting stuff in the closet, and my right. mom didn't see it, she didn't check, it was Shove fine. Shove it in there. Right. Or she would just end up cleaning for us. Right. So. That that's pretty much where it started. That was my childhood. That was my yeah. growing up. I mean, that's still what happens when I go back to the house I grew up in. Yeah. Clean home until you get to my room. Then it's like, whoa. But then it would become neat again because you had somebody that would clean. True. And I think that's why my mom didn't learn how to clean or how to organize that much because she grew up with a couple housekeepers. She never had to really learn how to clean and she never had to, she never worry about it because things were always clean for her. Right. So I think that, and it was the same thing for you. Well, my mom was always telling me to go clean my room and make my bed and throw my contact cases away that were all over my bathroom sink. Yeah. Infamous for having the piles of old contact cases. The daily contact cases. Um, she would always tell me, and it was like, no, I don't want to go clean my room. And you knew it would be cleaned anyways. Well. Eventually. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Whether it was my mom just coming to do it or. Yeah. It's horrible, but when that happens, and then you get older and you live on your own, you, there's nobody, nobody's going to come do that for you. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, so that's a good background Mm -hmm. for you and I. Mm -hmm. So, now you move on your own. Mm -hmm. How were you when you first lived by yourself? A little bit more. I just have to say one another oh, sure. thing about my background. Sure, sure. When I was in high school and college, um, I remember it was like extra bad. There was so many like products and random things on the table. A, a lot of it too was because my, also my grandmother, she's a little bit of a, she's like a neat hoarder. Mm-hmm. So things aren't messy, but if you ask her for something, she'll open up her purse and she will have sugar. She'll have a napkin. She'll have a wet white. She'll have anything. She'll sew something right on the spot. Uh Like that is just how she is. So 
seeing that I always kept everything because I felt like, oh, what if I'm going to need it? Um, so I remember being in like high school and college and just having so much clothes. There was no room to put things on my desk. So I put every, like I put a lot of my things on my bed, like homework, papers, clothes. And then I would move it onto the floor right. when I wanted to sleep. Like right. it was horrible. There was right. like a pathway to walk. Like yeah. it's probably sounds worse. It's so embarrassing, but so then you when get, I moved here, yeah. I was a full-time artist at home. Right. I was able to start buying more things. Right. Things started getting out of hand especially because i didn't have my own studio uh-huh. um so that's when we met yep yeah and you met me when i was really messy your kitchen table was so hilarious yeah because that was my workstation right too. Yeah. so it's like i would come over to eat and it would be like our dinner plate surrounded by papers and then your dinner plate by packing materials by, yep. like scissors the most yep. random thing we would like just push it all kit. over Put the plate down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I posted that photo today on my story. What did you think about m- me? You. Um, I remember your apartment was kind of neat. You just had like a problem with clothes. You all know? over the floor. Yeah. You just had a problem with clothes all over the floor. All and, over the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like piles of clothes oh, yeah. on the shelf and then on the floor and then in the washer and dryer and on your bed. Yep. Yeah. So and on the couch and. Yeah. Well, the couch, you probably cleaned up also right before I came like right. and moved some of the clothes right. into like the bed or something. <laughs> totally. Um, yeah. But, but that's, but that's true though. That's exactly how it was. Clo- always clothes everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it isn't, you know, you don't have like a hobby that you tinker with. So you didn't really have any like extra, I would say other things. You right. don't really cook that much. Yeah. So didn't have that much stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. We've come a long way. Mm-hmm. We are no longer messy people. Yeah. We actually love cleaning. I never thought I would ever say like decluttering and cleaning give me a high. I was going to say we're no longer clutterers, whether it was a pile of my old contact cases. uh, uh, Or like a lot of paper, like mail. Pile of clothes on the couch. On the couch because we would have like, we do one pile of laundry, then we do another pile of laundry and then we started folding it, but then we got sleepy. So we take that laundry and put it on the couch. Just go, we'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. Just piles of miscellaneous papers everywhere. Yeah. And, um... Just little clusters of things throughout our apartment. Mm -hmm. Even like groceries. We'd get back from grocery shopping. And if we just didn't have room for a bunch of the things we got, we would just put it all in a pile. On the side of the fridge. On the side of the fridge. Yeah. But over the past year, we've slowly turned that around. Yeah. And over the past month, completely turned it around. It's been extreme. Like All thanks to you. (laughs) It's been so extreme. It's been like... Uh, and you too, because you've you've helped along the way without me having to say anything. I also want to say for people that are listening, and um, if you have a partner and you make them feel bad about being messy, don't do that. It's horrible. You already feel guilt if you're messy. You already feel bad about yourself. Like when I was messy, it was the at least for me personally, it was a number one thing I didn't like about myself. There's always shame when it came to being messy, and I remember when I met Joey. I was so embarrassed that he would see that I was messy. And then he just, you were so sweet about it. You're just like, oh no, it feels homey in here. Or like, <laughs> I don't mind. And like, you're just like, oh no, it's great. It's just the way you are. Like he would encourage me so much about being messy that it kind of like shed that guilt. And once that guilt was gone, it was like, I was finally freed to accept this is how I am. And then I kept thinking, but this is the one thing I don't like about myself. So I have to do something. 
And then I think another pressure is like, we want to have children. Mm-hmm. And I think if I want to be a mom, I need to have this under control now because once you have a child, not only does it get messier, but you also, I'm going to be the example for my child. So I want to be able to teach them how to clean ever and, and declutter and not hold on to material things at a very young age. You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> it's really been contagious. That's what's been so crazy about this mm-hmm. last month. Because without you asking me to clean things or pick things up or whatever, you you just did it on your own. You just mm-hmm. started doing it on your own for all of your things. Yeah. And uh, I naturally started doing it for my own stuff, like the old contact cases on the bathroom sink uh, counter. Mm-hmm. They would pile up. It'd be, yeah. it'd be a mound of them. Yeah. And I just started to realize that that mound was gone. And I don't even remember, maybe you threw them away, but no, no, I, <sighs> I but it was that thing where you, you were. Doing maybe it was it. organized once. And then little by little, like whenever you took one out, you just put it, you threw I it just away. threw it away. And I just made sure no, it, it never reached the counter. It never right. even got there. Yeah. But it was all because of you doing it. Yeah, cleaning, when you're organized, it's contagious. And I think it works better. Just concentrate on yourself if you're living with somebody. And and don't tell people what to do. Don't you think it works both ways too? It's contagious where like if one person is messy or like a clutterer, then the other person will just adapt that naturally. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I see see what you're saying because I feel like we were kind of just messy together than when we lived together. That's that's what I'm thinking. But we kind of were already kind of messy. Right, right. The books that have helped me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And how I got to this point. Mm -hmm. So for everything in life, I always think it's never too late to start anything new. It's never too late to change who you want to be and to the person that you dream to be. So what did I have to do? I always go back to education. I need to educate myself because I do not know enough about cleaning, about decluttering, about being a minimalist. I just, I don't, I have, I don't have any information. I was never taught. So I started diving deep. The first book I ever bought on it was the Mary Kondo book, The Magic of Tidying Up, which we actually were together. We were at at the airport. It was at the airport. It was like 2015. It was way before anybody knew who she was. I didn't know who she was. The book just seemed interesting, and I always wanted to learn how to be neater, so I purchased it. Yeah. The best one. So I've read a bunch of books on, on this topic. Hers is definitely the best. That's why it's so popular, but... I read that one. I read and listened to it. I have the audiobook too, about three, four times. I also listened to The Hoarder in You, which is another book, which I would also recommend. I just finished Declutter at the Speed of Life, I would also recommend. I also read Atomic Habits, mm-hmm. which is a great one. It not It's really just to create habits, and you can use it however you want, but it helps for decluttering and cleaning. And then I read The Minimalist, which I really could have gone without reading that one. I, I can't even tell you one thing I, I gained from it. But I think probably is because I was so, at this point, mm-hmm. I already learned so much that, uh, you know, and it wasn't anything that I didn't hear before. Um, so for anybody that wants to start this journey, I would recommend to get into this mindset and really study and I say read because it's weird to say I listen to books and I keep forgetting to say, but they're audiobooks. So mm-hmm. um, you can get these on Audible. Highly recommend. I would listen to them while I'm drawing. You can listen to them while you're driving. Um, I also wanted to share something that I think is really important that 
before you start decluttering and you have to make up your mind to make a commitment. It's not something, stop saying the word, I'm trying to do this or I'm trying to, just like you, you made up your mind Mm -hmm. from now on, you're going to be a neat person from now on, you are going to declutter and make that commitment for yourself. But once you make that commitment, something that really helped me, which was I learned from the Mary Kondo book is to visualize who you want to be. So you at your highest self, like walk yourself visually into the home that you would walk into. Mm. Now, close your eyes. Okay, doing it. And if you're driving, don't close them. Okay, I'm imagine not. who would you like? Imagine who you would like to be at your best self. How would your room look like when you open the door? Would your bed be nicely made? Would you turn a, a candle on? When you walk into your closet, is everything so neat and filled with the items that you absolutely love? like in a store of all your favorite items. When you come home to a clean, clutter-free living room, how does it make you feel? Um, When you go to cook, everything in your kitchen is so organized that you know exactly where to go for exactly the things that you need. You don't feel claustrophobic in your own kitchen, which makes you not even want to cook Mm -hmm. because I've been there. Mm -hmm. Just know exactly what's behind every door. And for me, that's the type of life I wanted to live. And I think it's really important to kind of get your mind there first before you physically get there. So you open your eyes. Okay. And now that you know exactly who you want to be and what you want to do, now you have work to do. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. So now let's get into it. I actually asked questions on my Instagram story. I asked you guys, what do you need help decluttering? Like, what is your big problem? Can I just say that? I got so many responses. <laughs> I think this is the most responses we've ever gotten for any topic, yeah. which makes me feel like so many people are going through this. Yeah, and you're not alone. You're not alone. A lot of people post the best thing on online, so you don't know these people are messy. Right. A lot of people, when you go to their house, you're like, oh, okay, let's, okay, come over um, in seven days or like 10 days, and then they clean before you get there. And can I just say, we were... We, we were like that. We were for so, like years. We we used people coming over as a reason to do a, a deep clean in our apartment. Right. I I think that a lot of <laughs> people know. do that. So people don't really know how people live, and this is a big issue. So I just want to start off by saying, we're gonna read these off. You're yep. not alone. It's common. Okay. So I will be the voice of the people here. Mm-hmm. So the first one sent in said said paper and documents that have to be filed. Mm-hmm. Also, can't throw away paper. Paper's a hard one. That was yeah. a hard one for me, too, because my mom kept telling me, you have to keep every receipt for your taxes. Mm. And, you know, I did that for a bit, and then I stopped because everything that I use, it's everything is online anyways. Mm-hmm. So these are different times. So mm-hmm. if that's how you were taught, I don't know how old you are listening. Sometimes it's an old habit because... You were around before, you know, all these receipts were online, but paperless, go paperless. So tell yourself, okay, an hour today, I'm going to go through my junk mail or I'm going to go through my mail. And what do I have here that I have the option to go paperless Mm -hmm. and just do it. Mm -hmm. You'll get less paper in the mail. Another tip that I would give for this that helps is once you get the mail, don't go back inside with it. Like once you get the mail, I mean, don't go back inside with any of the junk. Throw away the junk while you're outside of your home and recycle it. So I think that's important. Uh, Also for tax purposes, 
you know, just keep what you absolutely need and throw away what you don't. And you can also take photos of paper and keep an electronic file and keep that organized. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally like those accordion style folders because then everything is categorized, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like taxes, miscellaneous, home, blah, 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 blah. Um, I have one and I have it filled and it's in the closet. So that would be my advice for paper. Speaking of the closet, the next one sent in says that they can't get rid of their old clothes even though they don't wear them anymore. Oh, this one's for Joey. (laughs) Oh, boy. Okay, so first, give a little background. Like, how much clothes did I have? Joey had a lot of clothes. And it's actually unbelievable how much clothes (laughs) he had. And, I mean, I'm talking about clothes from, oh, I had this when I was seven. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And can I just say I wear the same three shirts yeah, and he over would and over again. Yeah, and he would wear the same same couple shirts every day, but then again he had like 500 pairs of t-shirts that he never wore, but he kept because I you know, I can't even imagine if I had like, oh, this is what I wore for my 5th grade this. This is what I wore when I went to this camp, and that's the issue that you had. Right. And also, I think with clothing, a lot of people feel guilt because certain people bought these clothing for you this a clothing item for you yep. or maybe it was a gift yep. or you purchased it and it was expensive yep. so there's that guilt all of those things mm-hmm. so that is something that you have to overcome and realize that number one if somebody gifts you something the ex- the gift exchange that's the main part of the gift mm-hmm. is them giving it to you you saying thank you so much giving a hug saying mm-hmm. you're thankful for it and now if that item does it make you feel happy when you hold it um even if it reminds you of that person it's okay you will be reminded of that person by other things it's not you don't need that shirt to remember that person Mm -hmm. so you should donate it because there's so many people in the world that need it you can donate it to a woman's shelter you can donate it to so many places Mm -hmm. where people will actually wear it and feel happy wearing it instead of you keeping it and it taking up prime real estate Right. Something that I learned too in one of the books was, which this stuck with me, it was interesting, is think of all the things that you're keeping Mm -hmm. because either they're broken, but you're going to fix them or they were expensive, but you don't use them anymore or clothing items that were given to you, but Mm -hmm. you want to keep, just think of everything. Mm -hmm. These are taking up prime real estate in your home. So these, you're paying. You're paying for those. If if you really want to break down your home into square footage, you're paying like monthly for this space Mm -hmm. that this item is taking up. And wouldn't you want to just have that space free or have that space for something you absolutely love? So when it comes to clothing and giving clothing away, I think it's important to just keep what you absolutely love. If it fits weird and you don't feel happy in it, for Joey, he, we, everybody's different. You have to actually wear it right. to get rid of it. What I did was, first of all, I took everything out of my closet. Every shirt, every sock, every shoe, every hat, every tie, I took it out of my closet and put it on the floor of our living room. Yeah, you have to take every clothes. If you're going to declutter your clothing, you have to take every single item from everywhere in your home. So even if you have like a coat um, rack yeah. room or whatever, it has to all go also, to one can space. I, can I just add one more thing? Yeah. You have to make this, make this fun because... 
I put on music and we we did this together. Yeah, yeah, like, it was fun. Yeah, we I put on music. We were dancing. We took funny pictures of me in the pile in the piles of clothes. Mm-hmm. Instead of like a chore. It didn't right. feel like a chore. It felt like... We know, were fun. excited to do it. Yeah. Something that I really loved to do, say I was saving 10 shirts from my childhood because f- sentimental value. Mm-hmm. You got to pick one. Yeah. Pick your Hall of Fame. Pick like the standout from that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to also bring up, which this is a big problem for people, Yeah, is... Okay, they do this, and okay. then they they and this is what you did. You do this, and you feel great. You have a huge pile of clothes, but you know some of it's expensive, and you're like, "I am going to sell this clothes and make money." Right? No, you're not. Nine out of ten times, yeah. <laughs> most of the time, you're you're the time you're going to spend yeah. going to a place. Yeah. Can I, can I can I say my experience? Yes. So this was I don't know two two years ago. The first yeah. time I did one of the one of these was about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I took like two or three suitcases full of clothes to this store that buys your clothes and mm-hmm. sells them. And I was so excited about it. I was like, I'm going to make like thousands of dollars because I... Oh my God, thousands. I thought that because <laughs> I, they were like expensive yeah. Yeah, yeah, shirts yeah, yeah. And, and stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and jackets, like mm-hmm. sport coats and stuff. Yeah. And um, I spent like, I had to go wait in a line. I had to sit there. I spent all morning. They bought one thing and I couldn't even get... Money for it. all they did was giving me store credits. Now I've got this. Store. It was such a waste of time. I mean, when you really think about it, was it really worth all of that? No. And then you end up with this pile again. It's right. just yeah, yeah. Right. So just, anyway, that that day though, the day that uh, two months ago, whatever mm-hmm. it was, I gave away probably three quarters of my clothes Mm -hmm. and then you still had two other bags that (laughs) old from the old from the last clean out still in your car and finally you got rid and doesn't it feel good now you have prime real estate in your car my car but but when you walk into my closet it's a great it's a nice closet because i got my hall of fame shirts i got my hall of fame flannels my hall of fame sweatshirts the best of the best yeah i don't need 48 button downs yeah i need three or yeah. four so mm-hmm. you just pick the three or, or four best ones mm-hmm. yeah i loved doing that yeah and it, it's can i say one more thing yes i felt like i love I, how we're excited yeah, we are. this is what i was saying to you i can't <laughs> believe we're about to talk about this and how excited i am yeah, about it i know well, again my mom's like what is happening <laughs> who is that guy talking um it felt like i got new clothes yeah it felt like i had just gone shopping and i brought all these new clothes back because the ones that I kept, I kept because I truly love these shirts or whatever it is. you forget that you have them. Exactly. Exactly. So it's like, I've actually never worn this shirt. So this is, this is the first time I'm wearing it and I've had it for four years. Yeah. Yeah. Or I forgot I had this. And I think what's important too, is I would get really flustered when I had a messy closet because I felt like I don't have anything. You know that saying, I don't have anything to wear, but you have a closet full of clothes. I think that saying is actually for people that are messy Mm -hmm. because when I was messy, I felt like that because everything I pulled out, I didn't like. So it's like, why the hell do I have it? Right. So now whenever I get ready, it's so much quicker. I feel fine. Like I'm like, oh, I love this, this, this. Like it's such a great experience and I don't feel flustered. I used to feel flustered all the time because I couldn't find certain things. Okay. This is going to have to be a part one to this whole thing, by the way. Definitely. Because there are so many 
things, but should we move on? There's so many things. Yes. I still at the, the whole clothes topic. I just want to say that when you fold your clothes, it takes way less space than hanging them. So if you have drawers, it's so much better to fold them. Just look up, Google the the Google, the Google, just Google the Mary condo folding method to learn. It's, you can probably find like a three minute clip on YouTube and if you fold like that, you'll be, especially t-shirts or, I mean, I do that for my pants, but if you fold and you can see exactly what each shirt is and you can pull it out and put it back in. So that's a great way to, um, keep your items organized. Uh, another thing really quickly, yes. sorry. No, don't apologize. Is think of, so the Mary Kondo method is, I feel like it's more spiritual because it talks to you about your clothes and mm. you say thank you for them. And then you like actually like talk to them and you say thank you and all of that. Now there's another book that was, that wasn't like that. And she's, but it also works. She says, just think of every space like a container. If you don't have room in that container, if something's smushed, then you need to get rid of things. And once you take you donate one item and you have a little bit extra room, then you're able to bring something else in. Mm -hmm. But don't keep trying to put in more space or getting more storage items. Right. Just use the space that you have and organize that space by maybe purchasing items that will compartmentalize that space so it's a little bit more organized. Um, Oh, my gosh. I can just keep talking about this. (laughs) Okay, we're going to have to... We're going to have to split this up. Yes. So I can keep talking about this for so long. So what I'm going to do yeah. is I'm going to recap mm-hmm. what we talked about during this episode. Okay. And I'm also going to include some tips. Okay. Some that, other strategies. Some other strategies nice. that I'm going to cover in the next episode. Okay. In full detail, we'll dive into each of those things yeah. in part two. Yes, and answer more questions, like cleaning the car and things like that. Yeah, bedroom, kitchen, pantry, nightstand, what to do with roommates. Yeah, we'll we'll get into all of that. Perfect. Cannot wait. All right, you ready? Yep. Number one, make sure you make a commitment to declutter. You have to tell yourself, okay, I'm decluttering. This is what I'm going to do. Now I'm going to try. I'm going to do this. Make a commitment. Visualize how you want your life to be. Like if you walked into every room, what would it feel like in your ideal life? How would your bathroom be? How would your room, your closet? You want to feel it before you're there. Then once you're decluttering and you're holding every item, make sure that every item makes you feel good. So you have some type of good feeling attached to the item. If you ever feel like, mm, I don't really like how this fits or uh, I, I need, you know, I don't, I don't really like it that much. If it's ever an iffy situation, you know, donate it, get rid of it. Make sure to tackle categories and not rooms. That helps a lot. Folding clothes takes way less space than hanging. So if you can buy yourself maybe another piece of furniture that has drawers, that is going to help you. And you can put that in your actual closet. Donate so others can at least use the items instead of them going years not being used. So if you feel guilty because you have items that have been gifted to you, trust me, the person that gifted it to you would feel better knowing that it's being used instead of it be at the, like in the back of your closet. If anybody's listening right now who have gifted something that you're holding on to and you want to get rid of it, please get rid of it. <laughs> Same. If I gifted you something, 
I probably already forgot what it was. Yes. My new gift to you is getting rid of that gift. So. Yes. I love that. Also, use black bags. Don't let relatives watch you declutter who might pass guilt on you for throwing a specific thing away. Yeah, never would have thought about that. That's really interesting. And two... That was part of a lot of the books I read. So if you, if you throw something away and you keep decluttering, decluttering, but you keep kind of looking over at the bag and you see it through the bag, mm-hmm. you might go... You might have second thoughts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. It's like out of sight, out of mind. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very smart. <laughs> Another thing that I actually didn't talk about, but I want to say really quickly is try to don't get, especially for older siblings, a lot of times older siblings just give things to their younger siblings. And it's like, we pass on the guilt to them. We're like, Oh, here, this is a great shirt. Take this, take this, take this. And it's like, it's not good for people we love either. So instead of just giving people things that you don't no longer need, Mm Before you go through your decluttering process, ask the people you love, is there anything that you've been needing or needing to buy? So if you come across it, then you can give it to them Mm -hmm. instead of just piling something else into their own home. Great. Another thing is storage bins is not a solution. Use the space that you already have. Um, When I mean storage bins, I don't mean containers that are going to help you compartmentalize. I mean, you know, those bins that you keep in the garage or you have under your bed that's like, I don't know, like a dark green bin and you Mm -hmm. just throw everything in there and makes you feel like you're being neat. But in reality, you still have more stuff. I'm talking about those bins, though. That's not the solution. Think of spaces like containers. So once you declutter everything, you know how much space you have in each compartment, in each drawer, in each room. If you are going to get rid of something there, then you shouldn't feel guilt if you're bringing in another pair of jeans, if you just got rid of a pair of jeans. But you never want to have to look for a place for something new. Every single thing in your home should have its own home. Get rid of free swag get rid of tote bags you don't use just have your very favorite tote bags you don't need a whole bunch keep as much as you would need for one grocery haul and that's it no more no less and that shirt that you got at that event that they handed you on your way out that you're never gonna wear that has like the plasticky feel to it get it it out of the closet i had so many of those yeah and i got rid of them thanks to you yeah and it's fantastic they were taking up so much those posters that you get sometimes at like a movie premiere you're just like, what am I going to yeah, do with this? I know. I know. Those keychains. Get it out. <laughs> yeah. Those extra pens. We have so many, but you don't need so many pens. Keep 10 of them. Make sure they actually work. Because a lot of times we have uh, so many pens and, and they don't even work. And mm. then we put them back in the drawer instead of throwing it away. Um, Me. <laughs> no, I do that too. Well, I used to. Um, so- stop saving sample size items. Remember that a lot of the things expire that you have in your bathroom. You don't want to put expired lotions on your face or things that have grown bacteria. When you're going through books, something, for some reason, you have a feeling you're not going to read it again or you're not sure you're iffy about it. Just get rid of it. And if you really want it, just buy it again in the future. But most of the time, you're probably not going to end up buying it again. Um, Eliminate word pollution. So if you have like a soap that has a whole bunch of text on it, it's it's just, it's cluttery. Like it just feels like clutter when you have a whole bunch of labels everywhere. Um, So take the label out or put it in um, a glass container, something like that. Gather all of your clothes in one spot and go through each single one. 
Get rid of broken things that you think you're going to fix. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about this one. Mm. But a lot of times we have like a sweater. We're like, oh, I don't know. I'll find a button one day and then I'll button that up. And you're not, you're most likely not going to do it. Right. Or um, there's so many things I say, oh, uh, I'll, I'll have to find a piece of glue, super glue, and I'll fix these pair of glasses. Like anything like that. Just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Just get rid of it. So many times we're like, oh, this TV doesn't work, but maybe I'll get it fixed one day. Just it's done. Um, unless it is like your absolute favorite thing and you know for sure yeah. that it will get fixed. And it yeah. has to be an absolute favorite. Like it has to bring you so much joy. You know, if you love these things, then yes, keep them, but display them. Give it them, give them a home. That's don't put them great. in a shoebox under the bed because you right, love them so right. much. That's a good. You don't point. love them mm-hmm. if you're putting them away like that. Right. You know. Right. Perfect. Another important thing I would say is declutter your own stuff. Would be a recap. Just don't worry about other people. Um, worry about yourself first. Mm-hmm. Another, also very important tip that I didn't cover was when you're trying to declutter, a lot of the times when you're starting off, a lot of these things don't have homes, right? But when you're trying to figure out a home for it, put it somewhere that makes sense for you since it's yours. So where would I look for this? It's called, it's a method. It's a, where would I look for this method? Because sometimes I'm looking for a certain item and I find it in the weirdest place and that's why I can't find it. Mm. So when you're trying to find a home for a certain thing, Put it in the most logical place you're going to look for it. Don't put it in a random drawer because there's space in there. Put it somewhere that it makes sense. Love it. Um, I love acrylic organizing bins. Those are my favorite. We also have bins that are like wicker basket type bins that we put inside of drawers. I love those too. Also, you can get, um, there's some really cute, baskets like wicker baskets or even cotton baskets that you can put on the side of your bed for your pillows if you don't have a couch in your room but you have like these decorative pillows make sure you put them maybe like in a basket so they don't get dirty so i i feel like that's a pretty good recap do you have anything to add no that is very well put i just want to say thank you so much for all this information this is so helpful, and this is... I hope it's helpful. Please I, let us know if me? I helped you in any way. I can't wait to go uh, organize my car after this. <laughs> I this, know. This is, like, really exciting, and a great thing to listen to while you clean, while you do laundry. Oh, yeah, you um, can just listen to this. And I don't regret at all how we used to be either, because now we appreciate our new way of living so much it's more. True. It's really true. I'm so happy about it. Every time, like, open something that's clean or... I didn't even realize how neat we turned into yeah. until I posted that one photo you took of me on the floor. Yeah. I posted this photo on social media of me like laying on the floor and I was like, oh, this photo wasn't planned because I was sleeping and Joey took a picture of me when I was sleeping on the floor. And there were, there's people that reached out. They're like, oh my gosh, are you sure this wasn't planned? I would have so much stuff all over the couch. Like your place oh. is so neat. It's so yeah. clean. And I was like, whoa, yeah. yeah. Another thing I want to say that once you declutter... It gets easy. Like it really does. Like once my car is decluttered, like don't think that it's, you're going to constantly be cleaning, of course, after yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, how important is it to make sure you clean all the dishes before? Oh, yeah. That's something that. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, we keep lingering. We're that's just something so my passionate. mama taught me, though. She, yeah. you know, never go to sleep with a dirty kitchen. So, like, I 
have been doing that because mm-hmm. what you don't want is to do dishes in the morning from the dinner from the night before. Yeah. It's disgusting. So, so Joey does that. That's just the job that he has taken upon himself. He was like, I am going to make sure the kitchen is clean every night. Well, which you has cook been- us some delicious dinners, so that's the least I can do. It's been so nice. But it is so nice to wake up because I wake up before you. I go into the kitchen to make mm-hmm. coffee and I don't want to walk in there with like our dinner from the night before on the yeah. plates. Yeah. And and for people that don't know, the dishwasher uses less water than actually hand washing them. It's right. it's it's a scientific it's science. Ex- it's science. Um, so, yes, definitely use your dishwasher. All right. Well, we love you all so much. Good luck on everything. Get in there. You could do it. We you got did it. this. You could do if, it because we did. Yes. It. Please let me know if this worked for you. It would make me so happy to know that my hoarder days were for a reason and I was able to flip it around and help other people. Um, that would be awesome. So I hope you have an awesome Wednesday and uh, thank you for being here. Good morning, good night, good evening. We'll see you on Monday for some good news. I appreciate you. We appreciate you. I appreciate you, my amazing husband. I appreciate you. And uh, we'll talk soon. I hope you have fun organizing today. Now can we go into our kitchen and stare into the beautifully organized cupboard for the next 30 minutes? (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do it. Bye. Bye, everybody. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.